I'm going to be honest here for a second. None of us actually know what is going to happen with the economy and the coronavirus. However, based on educated guesses, based on listening to really smart people and looking at history and what has happened in the past, we can speculate and kind of draw some conclusions that this is going to have massive economic impacts over the course of the next three to six months. And it's something that we absolutely need to be prepared for. And so in this episode, it quite possibly is the most important episode that I've ever done because I lay out things that you can actually do and focus on right now to start preparing for this. This is not fluff. This is not a hack. This is not a, a good idea or suggestion. These are things that I have learned from really smart people from investing tens of thousands of dollars of my own money into learning about these types of things. And while I am not a financial expert or a professional, I do understand how money moves, how it works, and the things that you really need to be focusing on if you want to make it through something like this. So I really do ask you, if you're going to listen to this episode, like do it and take notes do it and listen to the entire thing like don't take this lightly really give this some thought and consideration and then go and do your own research above and beyond this really go and focus on okay is this good advice should i be taking it and then if you draw the same conclusions that i did please go and take action all right i recorded this episode and i took it very very seriously this is not something that i just threw together just for the sake of content i actually sat down and and mapped this entire thing out this is what i am doing in my business right now now. It's what I've seen several other very smart people do in their businesses to go and prepare for this. And these are kind of the, the highlight things that you can be doing just at the bare minimum to start to prepare yourself to get through a winter that is coming in the economic front. We don't know how long it's going to be. It could be a week. It could be three months or six months or a year or longer. Uh, we will get through this, but this is an episode that I do ask that you take very seriously, that you take notes and that you go and apply. And it quite possibly is the best episode that I've ever done on something like this. So sit back, buckle up, enjoy. Don't be fearful. Uh, as I always say, we don't want to panic. We want to prepare. There's a big difference here. So uh, this is my way of helping you prepare and uh, get to a spot where you don't have to panic so that we can make it through this together. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and oh, it's getting crazy out there, guys. It really, really is. Happy Monday after uh, quite the weekend with everything, looking at uh, looking at the charts, looking at the stock market over the weekend and opening up this morning, um, how it did. Guys, I think one of the things that I'm kind of coming to the reality and the grips off of is that we are in for a massive change. Um, I remember at the very beginning of the coronavirus, I was watching um, an interview by uh, Joe Rogan. He was interviewing a guy talking about the coronavirus. And this was back during the time when I didn't really uh, think the coronavirus was all that big a deal. I, I really did think that it was going to blow over. Um, I thought that, you know, hey, this was going to be a week or two thing and then we'll be back to normal. And I didn't really understand the economic effects of it or the medical effects of it. But one of the things that the guy said on there was he said, 
Most people are treating this uh, coronavirus as a coronavirus blizzard. And what we need to be doing is we need to be treating it as a coronavirus winter. All right. It's not going to go away after a, you know, a snowstorm and then it's, you know, sunny again and everything will be hunky dory. Like we need to, to buckle de- up and, and prepare for a, a three, four, five, six month um, change, a winter of what this coronavirus is going to bring. Now, this particular gentleman was referring to this in a medical sense, but I, I really do believe that the, the same is probably going to be true on an economic sense. And where I really want to focus on in this episode here is I'm going to get pretty technical. I, I, want to, I want to kind of pull back the curtains on some things here. This is not a, a, you know, a fluffy, inspirational episode or anything like that. I want to really get technical about some of the things that I'm doing and what I'm seeing um, from how I'm going to capitalize and plan to make a ton of money during this recession, all right? And, and why I have taken chosen to take, take a one to two week from social media to actually go prepare for this because a lot of people, it was interesting, I, I announced recently, and I'm going to go into this here in just a second, but I announced recently that I'm going on a, a one to two week hiatus from social media. In fact, at the time that uh, this is being like recorded and, and, and streamed live, I'm already on that. We're still streaming out the podcast live because um, I don't have to log in to do that to, to Facebook, but I have, I have no social media on my phone. I don't have Messenger. I don't have Facebook. I don't have Instagram. I don't have any form of contact with the outside world except for my team and Voxer, right? And a lot of people, when I announced this and when I said, they reached out to me before I went off and they're like, Josh, why? Like, why would you do that now? Shouldn't you be now like focusing on creating content or different things and pieces like that? And what's interesting is, yes, I mean, we are and we do. My team is going to be logging in and posting different things on, on Facebook and on Instagram and we still have the podcast, so we are still going to be producing a lot of, of, of content, but I'm treating this as a blizzard. And, and I think that if more people understood what could potentially happen over the next one, two, three, four, five, six months you would do the same thing. And and I'm going to try to explain my logic behind this so that you can go and hopefully make an informed decision of what you need to do in your business and in your life to really go prepare for this. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys. Actually, let, let me start by saying this. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a paid professional when it comes to uh, finances or the economy or medicine or how any of this affects anything. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm 26 years old. I've had some success. I will say, please take what I say and go validate it. Please take what I say and go do your own research. I am sharing this from a place of what I am doing to prepare for this in the hopes that it makes logical sense that you guys can follow my train of thought and go, okay, I understand why Josh is doing this. I'm going to do the same thing as well because this is a good idea or I agree with that train of thought, all right? If you think I'm crazy, fine, that, that's fine. But um, I, I just want to kind of get that out of the way as a disclaimer. I'm not giving you financial or business advice. I am sharing with you what I'm doing, what I'm encouraging my clients and my students to go and do and really trying to step up and serve and say, okay, like here's some things you can do to get prepared. Here's like... Secretly, guys, all right, and this is and this is kind of where I wanted to go with this to kind of bring context to this. I've always kind of been a doomsday prepper, all right. Even ever since I was very, very young, I would go out and my my parents lived on we lived on this farm in Indiana. It was about twenty two acres, and we had these tree lines, okay. And on the tree lines, there was the, you know the fallen brush in between the fields, right. And I would go and I would build forts in there, and I would stock up on stuff, and I would take like jugs of water out there, and I would like like, oh my God, because my dad was kind of like a doomsday prepper thing. And when, you know, the, we went to war and when all these things happened, right? So I kind of got into the mode of these things. And so um, that just has kind of stuck with me my whole life. I've always been kind of a 
doomsday prepper. I always have extra supplies on hand. I have water containers to where if the water went out, I could go fill up those and we'd have plenty of water. Like that's just what I do. And that is really transferred over into my business. I've always had cash reserves, right? I've always had enough to be able to, to pay my employees, pay myself for at least a month or two, not only in my personal life for, you know, of six months or more, but also in my business, really just trying to prep in case something like this has happened. And What's interesting is over the course of the past couple of months, um, I've really been preaching hard that, hey, this actually more like a year or two, I've been preaching that there is an economic recession coming. I don't know when, I don't know why. I can just look at the market and I can put two and two together to go, okay, this is unsustainable. We can't do this forever, right? And so a lot of the things that I actually put in place in my business and in my life are paying off big time right now for me, for my relationship in my family, with my my girlfriend, in business, being able to have cash reserves, like my employees are fine or the people that I pay, my independent contractors, like we're, we're still ramping up. We're still doing things, but that's because, and the reason I'm not really stressed out or worried in my personal life is like, I prepared for this and now I'm going and doing these exact same things in my business. And when I realized, okay, this is not going to be a blizzard. This is not going to blow over in a week or two. I need to prepare. I need to start doing things now that are going to set me up to really capitalize upon this long term. Because one of the things that I did, and I've mentioned this before on a previous podcast, is that people make a ton of money in an economic recession, right? And I know that obviously the people with money, like the Buffets of the world, they they have the ability to go out and spend and buy. But if you don't have tons of cash reserves, if you're not willing to go into that, there's still ways to go out and capitalize upon that. And so I sat down with my coach and I, you know, I got really, really clear on some things and I started asking like really these questions. And when I, these things clicked in my mind, I was like, okay, I've got to get off social media for the next two weeks. And I'm going to explain why here in just a second, right? Okay. I've got to do this and here's why. So this is what I'm doing. And once again, I could be totally wrong on this, right? I could be, who knows? The economy could be back up in a month and everything be back to normal but I highly doubt it. And when you look at the numbers, um, one of the people that I've followed somewhat closely with all of this and, and kind of from a distance is a guy by the name of Alex Sharfin. He's very much uh, respected in the ClickFunnels world. Um, I don't know him really well personally. I've met him a couple times, but like we're not friends by any means. Um, but he's someone that has been very, 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 very data smart. He grew businesses successfully and, you know, during uh, the dot-com bubble and um, in the financial crisis of 08 and during 9-11. And he's saying like, you know, kind of predicting some doomsday numbers, not to try to freak people out, but to say like, you got to get prepared. And when you go and you understand like, okay, unemployment, when you look at numbers, could reach five times higher, four to five times higher than the Great Depression, unemployment numbers, all right? That's crazy. Um, In the past two weeks alone, uh, uh, people filing for unemployment claims with the government, three weeks, or three million people two weeks ago, over six million people last week, 10 million people in the past two weeks, and they're projecting up to 47 million people being without work over the course of the next month. When you think about the the ripple effects of that, when you think about 20%, 25% unemployment, that means that those people aren't going to go spend money. So the businesses, let's say you're in the business to business space, the businesses that you're serving, right? They're not going to have money. So if they don't have money, then they're not going to be able to pay you. So your direct industry might not be affected, but the ripple effects will, will go and it's going to shift some things. And so I really started studying and looking down into this. And I was like, what, how do I prepare for this? How do I actually go in like, How do I make sure that my business is recession proof, if you will, right? And once again, I want to clarify, I've never been through a recession while I owned a business. I I, I don't know how the markets react, but I do know this. I do know that I know how to make money. I I, I know how to sell better than almost anybody that I know. I do know how to build audiences and I know how to do that really, really freaking well. 
And uh, I do know that mindset is incredibly important. And I've done a really good job over the course of the past two years of mastering that and or not even mastering it, but pr practicing mastering is never mastered. Right. And doing that. And so I look at it and I go, OK, in an economic recession, in any time you need anything, what do you need? You need customers. Where do customers come from? Audiences. Anytime. What else do you need in a recession? You need cash flow. You need to be able to sell. If you can sell and you have somebody to sell to, guess what? You're going to be set. The only other thing that you would need is a product. And I don't teach product creation. Um, I highly, highly, highly endorse Steve Larson. Um, he's a very, very good friend of mine, a client of mine. He helped ClickFunnels. He's made millions and millions and millions of dollars. He's one of the best offer creation people on the planet. So if you're struggling with how to position your offer or, or what to come up with, go check out Steve. He's got some amazing resources there and we've had him on the podcast before. So all that being said, I want to kind of dive into now and, and really dive into, there's three core parts of what I want to cover today of how I'm planning to make a lot of money during this uh, recession and not necessarily even profit because I'm going to be reinvesting a lot of it back in, but keeping my business afloat, supporting my customers during this time, supporting, because like, here's the thing, guys, I, I'm very blessed to where I'm not too worried about my own personal life financially, right? Where I am a little stressed about or where I am, I don't even say stressed, where I am putting a lot of focus and attention is on making sure that my employees are served and making sure that my customers have what they need. Customers come before followers here, all right? Now, don't get me wrong. I still want to serve you guys. If you don't have the money to pay things, like we still put out this content. That's why I do things like this. But if you're a customer of mine or a client of mine, I want you to know that we're doing everything that we can to make sure that you are supported. Because guess what? If I support you and you can be profitable, then you can pay your people, then you're safe, then you're good. And then when, when we come out of this, because we are going to come out of this, guys. That's the thing that we have to remember here, okay? Like, yeah, it's probably going to get rough for the next three to four or five or six months. It probably is, right? And a lot of people are going to lose a lot of money. You're probably going to have to dip into savings, right? You're going to have to do things that are uncomfortable, but this is not permanent, okay? This will blow over, whether it's in six months or two years, we will get through this, okay? And so when you look at it from that perspective and you go, okay, I'm going to be around here for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, right? I want to build a business, that's going to last that long, I need to serve my customers and I need to not focus on profit right now. I need to focus on making sure, now, we, you, don't get me wrong, you got to maintain profitability, but I'm not going for profit. I'm going for how can I serve my customers? How can I go out there and really serve at the highest level? Because if I can get my customers and clients through this recession, if I can get them through on the other side of this, they're going to stick with me for life. I'm never going to have a problem getting customers and fans. Why? Because I help them in the time of need, okay? Now, it's interesting because what does nobody ever seem to talk about when it comes to helping people, right? Well, in order for you to help somebody, you actually have to be good at what you do and you have to have a, a service or, or something that you can provide, okay? And so what a lot of people are like, yeah, make sure that you're serving, make sure you're stepping up for your customers. The first thing that you have to do is you have to actually make sure that you are good at what you do and actually have a service to provide because right now, the worst thing that you can do is sell a product that is not complete. The worst thing that you can do is you can uh, is to sell a product that's not going to get someone a result. Because right now, we're about to enter a stage where people are going to be in a place of need. And if they spend hard-earned and limited quantities of their money with you, and it does not work out, and they can't be, and like you, they can't trust you anymore, when times are good, they're never, like, you're cut off to them because you screwed them or you didn't come through for them when they needed it most, okay? So um, I'm gonna dive into this because I've already kind of gotten ahead of myself here, but um, I'm very excited for this episode, guys, because 
It's just something that's so important. And I think this can help so many people. And I, I really, really encourage you to, to listen to this whole episode and, and take what I'm saying with, you know, with, with like take notes and go and then go validate it. Like go look at the Steve Larsons of the world, the Alex Treffens of the world, the Russell Brunsons of the world, the people out there that have been through recessions, the people that are out there that have gone through this. I'm not in the stock market. If you're in the stock market, this is, I'm, this is not the episode for you. I'm not in cryptocurrency. I don't manage large chunks of cash. Here's what I do know how to do. And here's what, who this business is for, okay? If you're in the online space, if you're in the digital product, if you're a coach, if you're an agency, if you're a consultant, that is who I deal with, okay? I'm really good at it. And I, I say that with, I, I'm not trying to brag or, or be like, you know, oh, I'm so great or whatever, but like my customers and my clients get incredible results. Go talk to Steve Larson. Go talk to Brad Gibb. Go talk to the people that I have worked with and look at the results. They're astounding. I mean, we did $200,000 from a Facebook group launch, zero paid ads. I mean, like so many of these things happen because I understand these core principles, okay? So let me explain to you and kind of go into this because I'm gonna back up about, I'm gonna back up about a month. I, I, wanna, I wanna kind of go through this progression here with you, okay? So when the coronavirus first hits, I look at my business and I go, okay, I'm probably pretty safe. I'm pretty good, right? Um, I think this is all going to blow over. I'm going to continue focusing on what I'm doing over here. I'm going to continue kind of go to the podcast. I'm still trying to figure things out. And I'm at this stage in my business, guys, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, where I'm still trying to figure out the future, right? And I'm still trying to figure out exactly my core offer. And I'm trying to try to figure out exactly all these different things. And I don't really have a lot of urgency behind it because business is going well, the economy is good and things like that. And I think one of the things that this virus is going to do, and I've already seen it in several of my clients, uh, we just signed another one over the weekend, is like it got their butt into gear. And it's like, okay, we got to move now. And it takes out this analysis by paralysis and just forces you to get force um, going. And that's what happened to me, right? Is I'm like, okay, I've got these clients. We're going good. Maybe I want to do this product. Maybe I want to do this product because I'm going and I'm in the stage of my business where I want to transition from done for you work. I service a lot of high level people, okay? Um, and charge lots of money for it. 10, 20, $30,000 a time. And I want to transition into helping in a done with you or a do it yourself type program, an online course, uh, a coaching templates, things like that, that are really going to help people. And so I sat down and I was like, okay, this is all going to blow over. I'm not, I'm not really going to be worried about it. And then I started realizing, oh, okay, wait, a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. A lot of people are going to be quarantined. A lot of people are going to be at home, man, an online course right now would be really, really good. Oh my gosh. Like if I had a, an online program right now and I have two that are good, I'm not really actively selling them, but they're good ones for sales and ones for audience creation. And um, I was like, well, I could bring those back, right? And so I, I started looking at the, my different options and I was like, man, I could really make a, a chunk of money here serving really, really well for some people over the course of the next month. This would be great, right? And so then I brought those courses back and I looked at them and I was like, they're not complete. They're good, but they're not great. They're not error proof. They're not foolproof. They're not to a point where I can give it to anybody and be 100% confident that they have everything that they need to actually go out and crush it. And so I started thinking about this and I started talking to my coach and I was like, okay, what, where, like, what are people going to be looking for and buying? And she, she said, Josh, I want you to think about something. Imagine if you were in their shoes right now. All right. Now think about this. Imagine if you were in their shoes. If you were trying to come into the online space and you were, or, or any new industry that you were going into, let's say you were going into the AI space, Josh, right? And you had a little bit of cash reserve saved up, right? You got five, 10, 15,000 in the bank, whatever, right? And uh, you're going to go spend money to learn about a new industry in time that you're off. And there, when there's economic uncertainty and you're not going to be sure if you have your job uh, uh, left, what are you going to be focusing on? What are you going to be buying? 
Are you going to be buying things that are not proven, are not trustworthy, are there first-time beta groups, or are you actually going to be buying something that's proven, that's secure, that's complete, that you know you can trust? And that really hit me. I really started thinking about that. I was like, huh, I've bought into some programs that weren't complete before. I bought into those things and they weren't great. I was like, okay, so, so what, what do I need to do here? And so what's interesting is I, I thought back to, um, I, I got to back up even further than this because when I first, this was before my brother died, about a year and a half ago, well, just over a year ago now, um, I, I was really big into Sam Ovens at the time. And I still, I still do love Sam Ovens. He's very, very brilliant and very smart. And uh, Dan Henry was actually the one that put me on to Sam Ovens and really got me interested in him because Dan Henry made a post one time in the ClickFunnels group. And he said something to the effects of, and don't quote me word for word on it, but he said something to the effects of, um, does somebody, or does anybody know what Sam Ovens is doing? Because either A, he is the smartest person in the room and he's making way more money than all of us by doing less, or he's a fraud because he's got one webinar, one product, and he's making tons of money. And now it's two webinars, two products, right? He's making a ton of tiny money. And he goes, and he doesn't have all these million upsells or any different things or any of that. And he's claimed to be making tens of millions of dollars a year. And that stuck with me. I was like, huh, that's interesting. That's really true. We're, we're over here trying to build a million different funnels and stuff like that. I was like, I wonder if we just had one. And so I went and I bought into Sam's stuff. Um, I paid him a bunch of money and I started consuming his content. And what was interesting was Sam told his epiphany story and he goes through this process and he goes, you know, it's interesting. I looked around the industry. This is what you always got to do. You got to look at your market. You got to look at the industry. And he goes, I looked at the course industry. And I looked about how to start an online business industry. And he goes, there, were not, there was not one single online course that he could find that was crushing it that just covered everything. It all had missing pieces. It all was kind of crap. It was all just not the best that it could be. And he said, I came to this realization that if I just had the best dang product on the market that was complete, the most complete, in-depth, absolutely everything that you needed product in an online course that I could not be beat because I would by default be better than everybody else. And I bet that if I focused on my product, that the marketing would pretty much take care of itself. Now, that's not always the case because obviously like marketing, you have to be good at marketing and Sam is, but if you had two people that had the exact same marketing, one of them had a stellar product and one of them had an eh product, the stellar product is going to crush it by multitudes of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times. And that's what Sam bet on. And then he showed me his numbers and he pulled back the screen of his Stripe accounts and his Facebook accounts and everything that he does. And you got to see what he was doing and what he was able to do with one solid, good, amazing product, better than any other product that was out there on the market. And that's when I realized if you just have a really, really good product, you're going to set yourself apart by default to everybody else out there. Okay. That was in a good market. Now I want you to think about it in a bad market. Think of how much money Sam is about to make in this market when people are only going to buy products that they know work, when people are so scared to part with money because they want security. Okay. Think about that. And so this hit me as I was sitting down last week, I'm talking with my coach, Katie, and we're going through it. And I asked the question of how do I serve my customers best? And as soon as I said that, my mind instantly had this flashback to Sam Ovens and this conversation that I watched him do. And he said, if I just have the best freaking product, 
then nobody can touch me and everybody will come to my thing and I will win by default. And at that moment, that's when I knew I need to go and I need to build the best darn product on the market. All right. And so I sat there and I went, okay, this is amazing. I've got to build an amazing product because if I have an amazing product that solves a real, real problem, that's going to help people through this time. And it's so good that no matter who goes through it, they're going to be able to have success with it. Then, then guess what? Then people are going to come to me and they're going to get massive results. It's going to help them through this economic recession. And so then I asked myself, why haven't I done that yet? What's, what's preventing me from doing this? Why haven't, like my, pro, my selling with confidence program was 80% done. It was, it was, I mean, it's awesome. There's templates and scripts or whatever, but it's not completed yet. My social media profits program. It's amazing. It's done, but it's not updated to the current things of what needs to be there. And I'm like, okay, why haven't I gone through and done that? And then I looked at my sheet of where I spend my time and I analyzed myself and I said, well, because I'm spending so many hours a day on social media, because I'm being distracted, because I'm consuming media content, because I'm going and jumping from shiny object syndrome to shiny object syndrome. I'm not following through. I'm overstimulated by my phone so that instead of getting the, the gratification of completing a project, and Sam actually talks about this a lot, when your dopamines or cylinders are firing off in your head because you're getting it all from social media, you don't have to have the satisfaction of completing something because you're getting instant satisfaction now. And so I said, if I were able to cut out all of that, not only would I free up like four or five hours a day of my time, I would also then be able to come from a place of power, from a place of clarity, and I would be able to go and complete this product. So the first thing that I am doing here in this economic thing for me to make sure that I'm able to serve, make sure that I'm able to capitalize this and, and really help the most amount of people possible is I am perfecting my products. And the thing that I wrote down is you have to have a stupid good product if you're going to want to make it through this recession. Guys, here's the reality of the situation. The reality is people are not buying into hacks anymore. People are not buying into tricks right now. People are not buying into quick wins or fast or flash in the pan type stuff. What are people looking for? Think about it for yourself. What are you looking for? Why, why are you pulling money out of the bank if you're pulling money out of the bank? Why are you cutting things? Because you want security, right? People want to focus on something and are going to buy something that's proven, that gets proven results, that they can trust, that is secure, that's going to generate them cash or something beneficial during a recession. And these are the things that you've got to be focusing on with your product. If you have a half product right now, something that's not complete, if you get scattered results all over the place, if you don't have something solid, I'm going to be honest with you, you're going to have a hard time making it through the next few months if it gets bad, like a lot of people are thinking that it's going to. Once again, I don't know. Maybe it's not going to. But if it does, you're going to have a hard time getting through. And what I realized was, are my products probably good enough to make it through a recession and, and, and float me? Probably. But probably is not good enough. And I don't want to... I don't want it to weigh on my conscience that I did not do everything that I possibly could to serve my customers and to serve who it is that I'm trying to serve. Does that make sense? Okay. So I sat down and I went, if I know, like step number one of things that I have to do, I've got to go and I've got to uh, have a stupid good product. Because if I have a stupid good product, I'm not going to have, I already know how to sell. I already know how to build. I already have an audience, right? For me, I'm like, I've got to have a good product. And you can have an audience but if you don't have something to sell them or you don't know how to sell, like you need all three, right? And most of you have a product or a product that you could go and focus on. And so what I did is I took the next two weeks off of social media. I have my assistants going through and scheduling out content for me, taking care of everything. They canceled all my appointments except for content-based interviews that will help keep me relevant during this time. Because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create focus and get off of the dopamine hits of this. And do you see I cracked my screen? No, so sad. Okay, uh, get off the dopamine hits of this 
but I still want to remain relevant. So we're doing some interviews, but I'm not logging into social media to post them or anything like that. Okay. So that's step number one. If you want to make it through this, you got to have a stupid good product, something that is going to get results every time, something that people can know is secure, something that they can buy into with confidence and something that you believe in. Because if you believe in it, you're going to have a much easier time selling it. Okay. So that's number one. So I sat down and I realized this. I was like, okay, great. I know I need to do this. I'm going to go. I'm going to get off social media. I'm going to take this. What's the next step? Like what? Okay. I know I need to complete my product, but I'm looking around at all the other products in the market. All right. What do I need to do to my product to make it fit now to make sure that it's actually going to work? Okay. Newsflash for you guys. I'm not trying to pick on anybody here. Okay. Very few products that are out there in the market right now, especially digital products, and remember who I'm talking to here, coaches, consultants, agency owners, okay? Very few of those products are prepared to get results in an economic recession. A lot of people right now, and check your own stuff. This is why it's so important. Russell Brunson talks about, for, actually, hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself here, okay? They're not ready for a recession. Why? Because they made money and they worked during a time when everything was great during a time when money was easy to come by, okay? Now, what is the most important thing to focus on? I'm gonna take you back. I'm gonna tell you another story here so that you can, I can bring context around this. Russell Brunson, okay? I'm sitting in the Offer Mind uh, audience. Steve Larson again, great dude. Gosh, go follow Steve. Seriously, if you need help with your product, he's amazing, okay? Um, I'm sitting in the Offer Mind audience. Russell Brunson gets up on stage and he starts talking about, He's talking traffic secrets and traffic and different things like that. And then he comes up and he starts talking about frameworks. And I'll never forget this. The big, big room. I'm sitting all the way to the left over by the stands of, of or over by the, the gears, not the gears, the switchboards where they do the, the sounds and the light or whatever. I'm sitting right in front of it. There's no, nobody really by me. And I'm just taking notes, taking notes as Russell's sitting up there. They're talking. And he goes, you want to know the difference of products and of people and of messages that stick around for a long period of time versus flash in the pan people. And I'm like, you know, taking notes like this. Well, of course. He's like, you've got to have a framework. Frameworks are so important. All right. You've got to go and you've got to figure out what's going to work over and over and over and over and over again. Because when you nail the framework, when you are very, very... Not the steps, not the, okay, well, first put this ad here. Then No, the framework, the phases. What needs to happen first? What's the tangible end result of each step of the framework that you need to accomplish? The how-to can change. The framework needs to stay the same. And so he goes, if you want to build a product that lasts, if you want to build a, a product that's going to have a, uh, that people are going to buy into, if you want to build something that no matter if you're talking about anything that you could always revert back to this thing and it's always going to work, You've got to focus on creating a super, super solid framework. And then he proceeds to go up on stage and pull up and he pulls up his Instagram framework and his traffic framework and his, and he shows us all these different frameworks in the back end of what they've built inside of ClickFunnels. And I was like, whoa, this is fascinating. All right. And then he said something and it's so funny because he didn't really clarify it on stage, but in his interview that I did with him recently, he brought this up too. He goes, now remember the framework, right? It, it, is not ultimately what's going to sell. Now, yes, people are going to buy into that and things like that, but the messaging is what's ultimately going to get people to buy into your product. But you could have really great messaging, but if you don't have a really, really solid framework, then 
you're not going to be able to go out there and get consistent results. People are going to fall away. Why? Because what do you know when, it, when you think of Russell Brunson and you think of webinars? What do you think of? The perfect webinar script. That's his framework. What is it? Hook, story, offer. All right. When you go through the funnel, Russell's got frameworks for that. So you know Russell by different frameworks. You know Steve by different frameworks. This is why I talk about audience hacking. This is why I talk about the ultimate sales framework, right? In my guide, the ultimate sales framework, right? So you've got these frameworks. And most products right now have a framework that is either A, non-existent, or B, built on hacks and tricks and things that don't really work. It's like how to get, you know, how I get 5,000 new leads a month from Instagram. Okay, yeah, the view story feature is a hack. It's going to go away in three weeks. That's not a framework. That's not something that people can buy into. So not only do you have to have a good product, you have to have, make sure that that product follows a good framework and that the messaging is portraying that framework in a way that your customer can understand. Now, I know that was confusing. There's a lot of techno babble there. Let me tell you a story to come kind of like bring this back around, okay? I was interviewing Russell Brunson here on Think Different Theory. If you haven't watched the interview, go watch it, okay? Uh, it was episode number, let me pull this up here podcast. I think it was episode number, season two, number 24. Yeah, 24. Russell Brunson breaks the internet with traffic secrets, okay? Russell, I asked Russell what people, like what made people succeed on this. Now, here's a guy that's a CEO of a billion dollar company, has made hundreds of millions of dollars with funnels, has coached thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs with funnels, probably one of the, if not the smartest funnel person on the planet. He said the number one thing I really want this to sink, in, sink into you, Gisha, guys. The number one thing that separates a million-dollar funnel from a non-million-dollar funnel, a million-dollar product from a non-million-dollar product, millionaires from non-millionaires, is their ability to tell stories. It's not the product. Now, the product has to be good because the product has to be able to deliver a result. But the product itself isn't going to sell itself. There's got to be a story tied to it. You can have the best product in the world, right? And that's what we're building. I think different theory. We're going to have the best sales product. We're going to have the best audience creation product. We're going to have the best mindset products. Okay. Why? Because they have to be amazing, but that in and of itself is not good enough. There has to be a story tied to it. The messaging, I'm going to use the term messaging and story interchangeably here. Okay. Point number two that I realized here was you're going to have to change your messaging. You're going to have to adjust the stories that you are telling, and you're going to have to expect to have a longer education process in those stories, okay? It used to be that you could go, even a couple months ago, and maybe even now a little bit, but it's gonna change, where I could sit on the phone with somebody, I could get on, and the first time I ever get on the phone with them, I close them on a $10,000 deal. Why? Because money was prevalent. People would part with it. It's not that way anymore, okay? People are gonna be hurting. The education process is gonna be longer. How am I gonna educate people? Through my messaging, through my stories. Okay. I need to adjust my messaging to fit the market. I need to adjust my product stories and the stories in my messaging to educate my market on why my product is absolutely necessary for their business right now. Okay. And this is what you need to be doing in your market in, uh, um, yeah, in your market and with your products. So you sit down, you go, okay, I'm going to build a kick butt product. It's going to be the best product on the market that I can. This is what I'm doing right now in my business. I've got two whiteboards up in front of me right here. Okay. Everything that's drawn out there. I wish I could turn my camera around and show you. I literally have the frameworks and then I have a line and then below it, I've got messaging, right? And I've got all these questions about my messaging and about the stories that I need to tell and that I need to answer. Why? Because I've got to figure these things out because if I have a great product 
And then I have a great story that goes with that product that is going to relate to my ideal customer and show them why and educate them on why my product is going to help them during this time of need. And I'm focusing on, and this is key, focusing on what makes you different than everybody else out there. I'm going to be able to sell without a problem and I'm going to be able to make a lot of money and serve a lot of people. All right. And guys, remember the more you sell, the more you serve. If you follow what I talk about here and you have a, if you have the best product on the market, the best product on the market, it is literally your moral obligation to go and get that product out to the marketplace because people need it. If you know you can make people money, if you know you can better people's lives, if you know you have a product that people need during this time, go and sell it. And the reason so many people I have found and myself included here, and I wish I had time to go into a story. Do I have time? Do I have time? Yeah, I have time. Okay. I'm going to go a quick story here. Okay. My coach, I sit down with her. We're going through and two different products that I had. I'm sorry. Same, same exact product that I had. And one of it was to one customer and one client. And another one I was selling it to another customer or I'm another client. Okay. I had these two people in my hand or in, that I was lining up to, to pitch. And I said, I'm really nervous about that one. And she's like, why? And I said, cause I don't, I'm not exactly sure hundred percent if I can get the, that person, that type of results. And you know what? I botched that sales call because I didn't believe in my product. You know what? I closed the other one with ease in one call. Why? Cause I absolutely believed in my own head that I could get a result for that person. Okay. Your own mind, my own mind will get in the way. Now, granted, could I have gotten, went and got a, an incredible result for that person? Probably so. But because I wasn't convinced at the time, I didn't have this full picture. I literally talked myself out of it. I didn't present the offer as good. Why? Even though it was the same offer, because I wasn't sure if it was going to help that person. And that person ended up going and I part, instead of going with me, I partnered them up with a different person to fulfill on the same service that I thought was a better fit. And they ended up going and doing great right on it. But why was I not able to go and sell that? Because I didn't believe that I could get a good result. If you don't have a good product that you don't believe in, then guess what? You're going to have a really hard time selling it. You're going to have a really hard time coming up with messaging. If you're struggling with your messaging, if you're struggling with worrying about ripping somebody off, it's usually not because you're a bad person or that you actually have to worry about that. It's because you don't believe in your product. Fix your product, create something that you actually believe in, and you're going to have a much easier time selling this. Okay? So step number one, create a stupid good product. Number two, adjust your messaging, expect to have to educate and, or educate more and focus on what makes you different. Focus on what makes you unique. Okay. Guys, the online marketing space right now for coaches and consultants and people that sell online services, the demand for these services is going to go through the roof, which means a lot more people are going to try to start selling them, which means people at the bottom aren't going to do so well. A lot of people are going to fail. A lot of people are not going to be able to have success with this. Why? Because when it's a, when you're focused on the cheapest price, when you're focused on what, you know, just trying to do what everybody else can do, but faster or cheaper or whatever, you're not differentiating yourself right now. And I actually, let me tell you a quick story about this. Okay. Right now it is more important than ever to in your messaging, in the stories that you tell, differentiate yourself from um, everybody else that's out there and give people a reason to buy into you, all right? Um, there's some good friends of mine that I, I've been working with and been helping out with this thing, um, the Yaks Brothers, all right? Shout out to the Yaks Brothers. They're amazing. They run yoga studios, okay? 
yoga studios right now. Not such a great business. Why? Because, well, literally hot yoga is a bunch of people really, really close to each other in a room with the temperature turned up to 100 degrees, 103 degrees. Everybody's sweating, breathing all over each other. It's like coronavirus central, okay? So they had to shut down their, their things. So very, very quickly, they had to go and they had to migrate into the online space. And I've been helping with that and they're crushing it. If you're into yoga, make sure um, to go check out these guys because they are just phenomenal, okay? So they came in, I worked with them. I said, hey, I would do this, this monthly membership here. And one of their questions was, Josh, there's somebody else over here that, and I'm concerned that our customers are gonna go, hey, I could pay X number for you or I could go over here and I could pay half the price and I could get that. And I said, okay, but- Chris, what makes you guys different? Why are you different than that thing? And they went on to tell me, they're like, oh, we do this and we, we really take pride in our customers and there's loyalty and we go through. And he told me this whole entire thing. And I said, and that is why people are willing to pay more. And he's like, even now, I was like, are, you're wanting to work with me? I am not the cheapest person on the block. Why are you, why are you paying me money right now? And he's like, oh, and I'm like, exactly. Because you're, you're buying into security. You're buying into trust. You're buying into pe- um, people that have built a relationship with you. This is why I firmly, truly believe that creating an audience and creating a community is so important. If you don't have an audience right now, go get an audience. Go start growing one. Why? Because that's going to build connection. And, that, and then focus on how you're different. Literally, you could offer the exact same product, the exact same thing, and focus on how you're different. Do you know why iPhone is so successful? Androids can do just as much as iPhones can, if not more in some cases. Why is iPhone successful? The identity, the brand, what makes them different? They're innovative. It's the identity that they're buying into. People want security. People want trust right now. People are not buying the cheapest thing right now, guys. I know you might think it. I don't have time to go into a story about this because I got to get on my last point. People are not buying the cheapest thing right now. I'm not buying the cheapest thing right now. I'm looking to um, hire someone right now, bring someone onto my team. It's kind of an operations manager. Guess who, what, or guess what? I'm not hiring the cheapest person. In fact, the person that I am considering hiring and bringing on right now pitched me significantly higher than what I wanted to pay. But guess what? They're going to get the job done right. And I know I can trust this person. And I know they're not going to mess up. And I know they have my best interest in mind. And so now if I shell out that check every month, I know that person is doing the best possible job. I know that they're the best person there, even in this down economy. Okay? Focus on number two. Your messaging, the stories that you're telling, adjust the message to become the life preserver for the business. Security, trustworthiness, something that people can rely on, focus on what makes you different, and you're not going to have any problem getting customers if, if you have a great product. If you have a crappy product, nothing you can do to help. That is why having a great product is so crucial. That is why I'm taking two weeks off of social media. Why? Because I can go, oh, I could sell, 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 sell for the next two weeks. I could get an influx of cash. My product could be mediocre. My messaging be uh, not as good as it could be. And I'm not serving my customers at the highest level. And in a month from now, I'm going to have a much harder time getting customers because I didn't serve these people at the highest level. Or I could take two weeks off of social media, let everybody else go and sell their products right now, guys. Even if you have direct competitors that are running sales, I have direct competitors right now that offer very similar services and products that I'm gonna be coming out with that are running sales. 20% off, 50% off, 70% off that are doing all these sales. Don't care, don't care. Why? Because their products suck, or maybe not, but they're not gonna be as good as mine. I know that if I spend the next two weeks creating an amazing product that nobody will be able to touch it. 
Why? Because I know the frameworks. Because these frameworks have generated literally millions of dollars. Because I have students that have gone through the program and made $450,000 in a year from a single Facebook group of 2,000 members. Because I've had students that three weeks into my Selling with Confidence program go and close 70 clients at $1,500 a pop, right? I know this works. I just got to complete it. So by the time it's done, it's going to be better than anybody else's out there. So I'm taking the time to go do it. Take the time to go and do this. Because if you do that, then you're going to have way more success with what you're doing, all right? And you're going to have a much easier time selling. And then focus on your stories. So first thing that I'm doing in this two weeks off, I go through, I realize I've got to create a great product. I got to have the best product. I need to take time off because I'm getting distracted from my phone, from social media, from the inputs of everybody else. Step number one, I'm going to go create a great product. Step number two, once that great product is created and I'm doing this while I'm creating that product, I'm going to readjust my messaging to make sure that I'm trusted that people know that they can trust me, that when they buy into my products, they know the problem it's solving. People are not buying vitamins right now, guys. They're buying painkillers. Remember to repeat that. People are not buying vitamins right now. They're buying painkillers. And that's where people are going to go down into, okay? I think that was an Alex Sharfing quote, actually, okay? Sell a painkiller. Sell a solution to a painful problem. Two reasons that everybody, and I'm getting too technical here for you guys. I know, but this is a very important point. Two reasons that everybody makes decisions. And if you're in my Selling with Confidence program, you know this. People move away from pain or towards pleasure. People are not moving away from pain. <laughs> People are not moving away from pain right now. They're moving towards, I mean, I'm not moving away from pleasure. People are not moving towards pain, right? People are not moving towards pleasure right now. They're moving towards, away from pain. Gosh, that was way too hard to say. Okay, that's number two. Number three. I'm going to go back to the Russell Brunson episode. I posted this clip on Instagram. I posted this clip on Facebook too. What did Russell Brunson say? Now is probably the best time in the last 10 years to buy ads. What? But Russell, nobody's spending money. But Josh, in a month from now or two months from now, nobody's going to be spending money. And how many other business owners are thinking exactly how you are right now? What did Russell Brunson say? He said, the last thing that people ever do in their business most of the time is spend money on advertising. The first thing they cut is they spend money or is they cut the advertising budget. Doesn't make any sense. You need customers to go into your business. When I realized this and I really sat down and I thought about this, I went, huh, okay. I am, I have a fundamental mindset shift here, okay? When he said that. And as I really sat down and I thought about this, up until this point in my business, the goal of how I've structured and priced my products is how much profit can I make? I did this, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. I wanted to make sure that I have a good product and that I'm serving people and everything like that. But that's how I was thinking before this because I wanted my bank account to grow and I wanted the security of that. And I wanted to make a lot of money and yada, yada. But then I realized right now in the recession, now is not the time to focus on profit. Now is the time to focus on buying assets and customers are assets. I'm going to repeat this because it is so fundamentally important. Customers are assets. So when Warren Buffett and all of the other investors down there or whoever you listen to about down economies, when they say, hey, assets are going to be lower, right? You're going to buy them for cheap. You got to, this is when you buy up all the assets. Okay. They might be talking about physical land or businesses. They might be talking about the stock market in business. You know what an asset is? It's a customer. A customer is an asset and it's going to be cheaper to acquire customers. Maybe for a little bit, it's going to be more expensive. Maybe it's going to be cheaper, but you need to go and focus on buying 
assets, creating assets. So point number three, and I had this realization of, I need to spend money to retain or get and retain my customers, okay? If I'm selling a product for $2,000 and I'm used to spending $500 to acquire that customer, I need to be willing to spend a thousand now. Why? Because as long as I'm profitable, that customer to me has just become so valuable because it's what's going to keep my business afloat. And if I can retain them through this crisis, the economic boom that I'm going to see in my business in six months from now, from going through and buying customers when everybody else is in panic mode and frantic mode is going to be exponential. Okay. Now maybe you're spending 500 and now you only have to spend 300. Maybe you're great at ads and maybe that's how it's going to work. But the reality is there's going to be less people competing in the advertising space, not less products, but less people because people are going to be afraid to spend money. People are going to be afraid to go out there and do this. So what did I do? I already send out thank you cards to all of my uh, students that come into selling with confidence. I already send out every single, to every single person that goes and that um, uh, comes on Think Different Theory. We send them either a customized journal. It looks, well, it's not this one. Um, it looks something like this. Customized journal with their name on it. And the second time around, we order them a custom engraved pen. You might, you might have seen it has Think Different Theory logo on it, their name on it. It's really, really cool. Why? Because I'm going to be spending money right now on customer relations. We had a team meeting. My team asked me, hey, Josh, I know we're trying to cut, cut back on things. You asked us to do an audit. Should we still spend money on sending out thank you cards and pens? And I was like, that's the last thing we're going to cut. Why? Because I want people to know that I appreciate them. I want people to know that I'm there for them. I want to be in front of these people. Spend money to serve your customers. Stay profitable. I'm not saying lose money. You got to like making money, sales, profitability. That is the lifeblood of your business right now. However, you've got to be able to serve your customers at a higher level than anybody else. When everybody else is decreasing, you need to increase. Okay. That is how we operate. And when you do that, you're going to have no problem upselling them on customers. Cause think about this guys. Let's say for me, okay, I have a program. It's called Social Media Profits. It's a great program. Um, Alex Engar, one of our top students that went through there, like I said, $450,000 from his group, 2,000 members. He's killing it. Shout out Alex and Will. They're amazing, okay? We've had some amazing results from it. Alex and Will are now clients of mine. Alex and Will have paid me in consulting and coaching six, seven times what they paid me to be in my program, Okay? My program, while if you don't have a high ticket offer right now, your program may be your highest ticket offer and it may be the thing that floats cash flow during this time. But when you do inevitably come out with that next product, that next tier, that higher level, the hottest buyers are gonna be the people that have already bought your products and have gotten results with it. So you think about this. Let me go through this process again. I want you guys to see the process here. I sit down a month ago, go, ah, no big deal. This is all gonna blow over. Two weeks later, I'm like, oh, this ain't going to blow over. Maybe I should sell some stuff. And then I look at the economy and go, oh gosh, we might hit 40 million people unemployed. Time to shut everything off and go through the formula to build a recession-proof business. Step number one, I'm going to build a great product. Why? Because businesses have to sell things. Without a product, you have no business, okay? So if I make a great product, I kill it. It's the best product out there. Now, everything else that I do, I can base off of the fact, knowing that I have an amazing product that's going to serve people. Then after I have a good product, I adjust my messaging. I figure out who I'm serving. I figure out how I go out there and do I expect like, and message to them and the stories that I need to tell. And I need to go and do this. Okay. I've got my product. 
I've got my messaging, my funnel, my system that's in place. Sales calls, don't, don't get me wrong, guys. Sales calls, that's storytelling. Sales calls, that's messaging, okay? So when you're, we talk about this in Selling with Confidence, right? We talk about the story, the process that you have to bring people through. It's a framework. It still works to this day. You go through, tell them the story, get the messaging right, okay? So I've got my product, my offer, side things down. If you need help with that, go to Steve Larson. I've got my messaging down, okay? Sales, if you need help with that, Selling with Confidence, come to me. It's gonna be out in two weeks. It's gonna be the best program on the market, okay? What, what's the last thing I need? I need to be able to acquire customers. So how do I acquire customers? Audience creation. Okay, you gotta be able to create audience. Well, guess what? Lots of people are out there trying to create audiences right now. Everybody's at home. They're looking for people to follow. How do you differentiate yourself? How do you back up your messaging? By spending money to acquire customers. Russell Brunson, famous, famous line from him. The, the self-liquidating offer funnel, the thing that he sat down with investors and blew his mind and, and they looked at him. Right, in fact, I gotta tell you the story in case you never heard it. Real quick summary. Russell Brunson blew up ClickFunnels. It's the fastest non-venture-backed um, software company, I think, in the history, um, for sure, uh, in like of current age. Zero to $100 million in three years, billion-dollar company in five years. He sits down with investors that want to give him money. He explains to them the process, how he goes, and he says, whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. And they're like, huh? And he goes, but if I can get paid to acquire a customer, then I win. And they're like, how do you get paid to acquire a customer? And he talks about the self-liquidating offer funnel, all right? And he explained how whoever can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. And how you do that is provide providing massive amounts of value in your self-liquidating funnel so that when you spend a dollar, you get at least $2 back out or $1.50 back out or whatever that thing is. You make more money out the back end of your funnel than what you put in on the front end. And that's how you acquire customers. The only way to do that is to be able to provide massive, massive amounts of value. The only way to retain customers is to continue to serve them. And they looked at him and he, they said, if what you're saying is true, then you've changed the game of business forever. And sure enough, they have. Look at ClickFunnels, billion dollar company, completely self-funded in five years, okay? So you've got to be able to spend money to acquire a customer. You do that by providing massive amounts of value up front. You have a great product. How you retain them, how you set yourself apart, how you get them to talk about your product. We know the greatest form of, of uh, sales is referrals. You over-deliver. You over-serve them, okay? We're gonna be sending out thank you cards if we can. Coronavirus kind of shut, shut down our thank you card um, person, so we, we had to find a new one. I was sending out thank you cards to all of my students. Uh, we got addresses from them all, and they shut us all down. We, we gotta find new suppliers. So figure out ways that you can go and spend money profitably to acquire and maintain your customers. Because right now, guys, the only thing that matters in your business, if you want to stay afloat, is your ability to produce cash flow, which directly comes from sales, which directly comes from customers, okay? And customers come from having an audience, okay? I did an Instagram post over the weekend or before I hopped off on Friday, and I said, I believe that the three greatest things that anybody can do right now, number one, master their mindset. Number two, learn sales. Number three, have an audience. Why? Because you've got to come from a place of power and clarity. You're never going to be able to have success if you're freaking out mindset. Number two, cash flow fuels everything. You got to learn to sell. You got to learn to sell. Number three, what do you need in order to learn to sell? You need potential customers. Where do you get potential customers? An audience. If you've got an audience, I don't care if it's a hundred people, that is a hundred qualified leads that you could potentially go sell your product to. That is a hundred more than the next guy. DM, expect, point number two, expect to have to educate longer. Expect to have to tell better stories. Expect to have to differentiate yourself. You didn't have to, if you weren't, Making money from the DM before, now's a great time to go and do that. 
get creative, okay? So when I realized this, I sat down and I immediately went to my team. I said, and team, start thinking of ways. What other things can we offer that are cheap in our products that are gonna make our customers appreciate us, that are gonna make them know that we care about them, that are gonna help them go and make money, that are gonna help them feel appreciated? Why? Because I want to thrive through this. And I know that if I set up a good product, I set up my messaging correctly, and I speak in stories in a way that you guys can understand, and I go and I'm willing to go out there and provide an exceptional customer experience, an exceptional uh, product that I'm putting out to them. And I'm willing to spend money to go and do that. And I'm willing to say, you know what? Normally, I, when I sell something, I pay myself X number of dollars, but I'm gonna take a little less pay. I'm gonna put a little bit less in savings right now. I'm gonna pay myself no bonuses for a while. And I'm gonna use all that extra starting at 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 10,000, 20,000, whatever it is that you have. And you take that and you go, how do I use this $20,000 right now, this $500 right now, if that's all you have, to go and serve my customers better? And that's what I'm doing. And those are the strategies and the things that I'm coming up with over the next two to three, two weeks or so when I'm off of social media. See what I'm saying? It's creating this world for your customers to come into where they know that they're safe. And they're going to be willing to pull out their credit card and they're going to be willing to spend that money. They're going to be willing to trust you. You've got to be able to step up to the plate and to serve them. Okay? So that's what I'm doing in my business. This is why I've taken two weeks off of social media. Guys, I don't plan to just make it through this recession. I plan to thrive. But in order for me to do that, in order for you to do that, you have to do the work that it takes. You can't just change your messaging in one area and expect everything to be hunky-dory. You need to revolutionize what you're doing. The market is changing, okay? Zoom and online courses and programs and conference and calls are blowing up right now, okay? You have to evolve into the person that you need to become in order to capitalize upon this. That is why I'm taking two weeks off. Because I know that the immense amount of clarity and focus and stillness and confidence that I get by not being interfered with with this all day long, my phone, for those of you listening on audio, is tremendous. I can get so much more done. So I'm going to take the time. I'm going to be heavily reading this book. The promotion for this book is over, but you can still get it. Okay. I'm going to be going through and my box set's right over there. I can't show you it right now. And for those of you listening on audio, I'm holding up traffic secrets. The box set, okay? Dot-com secrets, expert secrets. Do I have those? I don't have the books. Let's see. Nope, I don't have them up here with me. Okay. Dot-com secrets, expert secrets, traffic secrets. These three books, if you just read, the, if those are the only three books you looked at, you'd probably be all right. Why? Because dot-com secrets teaches you all about offers and selling things. Traffic secrets, I mean, uh, expert secrets is all about creating an audience of loyalty and a movement and traffic is just all about how to get customers. A lot of the stuff that we talked about here, okay? All right, guys, um, I'm gonna wrap it up with that. We're coming up on an hour here, but I really, really hope that you, that you take heed of this and that you understand like, I'm not perfect. I'm not an expert. I haven't been through recessions and different things like this before, but I have done a lot of studying. I've invested a tremendous amount of money and time into coaches and trainings and to, into preparing for this. And every time that I've listened to them, and used the logic that it follows 
to be able to look at what's going to happen and how to prepare for it every single time. It has benefited me, and I am here where I'm at today in front of you guys. And I'm saying, hey, listen, this is what I'm doing. Go do your own research, but I'm going to tell you, after all the research that I've done, this is where we need to be focusing on right now. Serve, serve, serve. Double down on serving. Double down on making, excuse me, making the best possible product, adjusting your messaging in a way that people can understand, tell better stories. All right, you'll notice I use a lot of stories in this one, even more so than a lot of episodes, because I wanted to show you the analogies of it, okay? And three, go out there and be willing to spend money to serve your customers at the highest possible level. Don't focus on profit, maintain profitability, focus on creating revenue, and then reinvesting everything that you can after you pay yourself and you have your cash reserves to service the customers and make sure that they have absolutely everything that they need, okay? All right, guys, um, I do have some free resources for you. If you would like some free resources and you're still listening, I will link them down below this video, um, www.thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. That is a mindset guide that I personally wrote. I think it's about 60 pages long. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's all about how to rewire your brain and default to having the habits of success. It's a very good thing if you've already gone through it to review. Um, it has the workbook and then it has like the book that you read and then it has a video instructions and then it has worksheets that you can actually go do a complete. It's five days long. It's 100% for free. Thinkdifferenttheory.com slash playbook. All right. Uh, second resource that I have for you is um, salesandmindset.com slash free sales guide, all right? This is my ultimate sales framework, 100% completely for free once again. I think this is a 67-page long uh, guide that breaks down the three parts of the selling process, what you need to be focusing on, um, how we set things up, everything to do with the sales process and how to go out and sell better. Once again, completely free. Go to salesandmindset.com slash free sales guide. We will link both of those down below. And we're going to be coming out with some more additional resources on audience hacking um, and growing audiences here. I have a personal uh, guide. If you go to josh40.com slash, um, I think it's that slash ebook, um, you can get the free one. That's kind of like, it's like two years old, still really good information, but I, I haven't had the time to go through yet and update that. I'm hoping to get to that here in the next month or so, um, but it's more about personal branding and things like that. I would just really focus on building your audience, creating really good products, selling, serving, and not operating from a place of scarcity, okay? One of my biggest fears about recording these episodes and talking to you about this is that I'm gonna freak you guys out. Don't panic, prepare. There's a big difference, all right? Go out, do what you can. I, I did an Instagram story about this and I am gonna wrap up here, I promise, but like, go out there and do the things that you know now that you can do. If you've got some extra cash in the bank and you don't have stockpiles of stuff, like, Go get some extra water. Go buy some extra canned goods. I went and got some cash out of the bank, all right? Disinfected everything. Got antibacterial soap and things like that. We just don't know what's gonna happen. But if you blow it all off and nothing happens, okay, great. But if you blow it all off and something does happen and you're not prepared, then it's not a great place to be in. And it's really hard to operate out of a place of power when you're panicking, okay? So get prepared. Don't worry. We're gonna make it through this. It's all gonna blow over no matter how bad it gets. No matter, you know, what happens, no matter how much, if you go into debt, like you're going to be able to get out of it. Okay. The account economy will bounce back. I, I highly expect Donald Trump to be reelected. And regardless of what you think of him politically, he is the, absolutely the person that we want in there from an economic standpoint. He will bring the economy back. We're going to make it through this just fine. Just get prepared, read, study, go back and listen. There's a reason I started the podcast, guys. Go listen to the podcast episodes. Go back and just scroll through. Thinkdifferenttheory.com. Um, slash listen. You can literally pull up the podcast app on your phone and search Think Different Theory. And we've got, this will be 190, my, this is my 199th episode. 
199th episode. I have 200 episodes worth of content for you to go through from everything from mindset to sales, to acquiring customers, to branding. We've interviewed experts from all across the world, literally. Go back and listen to these, especially season two. Season two has been really, really good. Steve Larson, Russell Brunson. I mean, big, big names that have come in and, and really can provide immense amount of value here for you. That's why we put out the podcast. It's here for times like this. We are here to serve and support you guys. All right, guys, if you need to get a hold of me for any reason, or if you have questions you want on our free resources, how to um, how to get a hold of them. If you want our paid resources and you're interested in inquiring, maybe uh, coaching through me or um, consulting through or done for you services, some of the products that we offer, um, Contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com. Contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com will be the place to go for that. It will be incredibly beneficial for you. And um, yeah, we're here to help. All right, guys, that's all I've got for you. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different. Keep a level head, get prepared, and don't panic because those of us that think different and do all of those things are going to be the ones that not only change the world, but are also going to be the ones that make it through this virus and this economic downturn um, and make it through the other side with power and abundance and be just fine. I love you all. And I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.